Welcome to the Creative Plan Podcast Network. Join us as we share our favorite RPGs, one-shot games, tabletop games, reviews of items, and convention panels, and other exciting things that we run into from time to time. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. We gotta talk about doing steampunk and shit as a business. I really need to drink. Well, if they'd have let me bring the alcohol in, I'd have had communion for us. <laughs> this panel should actually be called Steampunk as a Business. Don't do it. Uh, I wonder if he realizes he has a panel day with me. He should. Hope so. He had something. If not, he'll figure it out. I think, I think he had something to drop on the table. Cedric said, "Get your Cedric said, get your punk ass here." Right. If he's not here in a minute, I'll just put this right here so I can get just in case. <laughs> well, we still got five minutes, and then I'm gonna start texting and jerking messages. <laughs> Worst case scenario, we'll go find somebody with a radio to try to Thomas, your life, bring wine. Tobias, too, at least. Supposedly. <laughs> but have you met Tobias that guy? He doesn't show anywhere Make sure you call him by his proper Roman name. <laughs> Tobias Dumb Guys. <laughs> Please tell me that's full of wine. Yes! <laughs> you have now become my favorite person ever. <laughs> Come on, Thomas, get it up the ramp. I know you're old. <laughs> Dude, you could roll it up the handicap ramp and park it right here. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> Not the worst idea you've ever come up with. Check your pit boy. Put the batteries in, man. We talked about this. I got a cool light that goes on when I press That's how we got dropped by the death claws last time, man. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't put the batteries in. Oh, we still have one minute. We still have one minute. And no device. You know we called it you know what we called him on the show? Because he was the first one to leave? Please. Good bias. <laughs> that's just wrong, bro. That that's just I know, so I wrong. Keep him. <laughs> called James the haircut, because he had this perfect haircut. <laughs> And I can't text him because my phone's back to the table being used as a mobile hotspot. Yeah, so my, my phone's my girl my girlfriend left her phone somewhere last night. You missed me giving her crap a minute ago. She was still reading the pamphlet. It's like Amy, we know you can't read. So she flips it over. She's like, no, 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 let me see that. I was like, no, there's no pictures. Quit lying. Then she started pouting. That's no, no, no pouts. No pouts. Stop. No pouts. None of us can read in the apocalypse. This is this first chance you get to actually show off. Why didn't you roll it up here? Uh, because I only have a learner's permit. I'm not good with it. I'm not going to go bam right up the end. There were so many comments I could say to that last thing. I'm <laughs> you left that wide. So that's your best buy that you moved. That's the best buy I was working on. That's the Fallout best buy. Cool thing about this fall off desk I'm working on. So I thought maybe I'll do some, a little bit of a paint job and maybe some stickers. And then it turns out some friends of mine work at Bethesda Games who sell fall off. And they're like, want to 3D print some stuff from the game? Dude, you want to talk about Uber Geeks? Bethesda? We built, we built the, the only Bethesda blessed Securitron, full size Securitron, with the, the monitor and everything. And we were in George was worried about the, the, the copyright, but that's what he get mad at us. Dude, the second we took that over there and we sent them pictures, 
You thought they were five-year-old kids who just got their parents' credit card in a candy store. As long as you're not selling, they're, 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 they're like, oh my god. Um, the Bethesda Games is owned by Linda Carter and her husband. Yep. So Wonder Woman owns Bethesda Games. Why do you think she was just one of the singers in one of them? She asked yeah. if she could have yeah. a character. She was yeah, she's got, she's got, she's got, uh, when the woman that owns you says, can I sing, you say, yes, yes ma'am. <laughs> and they've been seeing pictures of the progress, and supposedly she likes it too. So that, that you know, Senpai knows me. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm chuffed about it. I just recently looked up, uh, some guy called, um, messaged me, he goes, we can't find any other reference to 3D printed modded motorcycles, ever, so far. He's like, this might be the first. I'm like, that would be cool. <laughs> well, yeah, since the 3D printing is still so new, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if that's the first one done. Yeah, it, it, we, they scanned, uh, one of the guys came up and scanned the bike, and, and, and I, I peeled some designs of booth. He just did some amazing stuff. There's jet intakes and exhausts and all this stuff, and I did graphic design for it. Um, and there's a rumor, there's a rumor that in one of their newer properties, there will be a Vespa sitting there. Because Vespas are cool, damn it. I only got to get a statue. I didn't get to be a cool Vespa. Yeah. I need one with a bubble. A really tall bubble. need a Pokemobile. Post-apocalyptic Pokemobile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like people pay us to do this. That's, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we, we owe you a budget. Here's well, you know, the minute's up. Business thing. Business. Here's, the business, budget. here's one of the biggest business things. People do this to, to I'm sure, all of us all the time. You should make this. Yeah. Are you paying for it? Got a checkbook? Because, you know, you should make another giant robot. There's $10,000 spent, and you're not paying for it. and. I should make it because I love art. You know, that's what I have stuff. That's what I have a refrigerator door for. <laughs> art that I love. It's on my refrigerator. And with me, since, since my love, my lovely long-haired hippie here is not married. Um, with me, in order to spend that kind of money to build shit, I have to go to the angry blue-haired lady and say, "Hey, honey, I need money for a blank," and then she glares at me for an hour. <clears throat> and I, there's a moratorium on me having good ideas. So. <laughs> With but there are solutions to this, and that's where you guys can help out as the Patreon pages. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't have a Patreon. I had a Patreon for a short period of time, and I actually told people, "Look, I have not been keeping up. Please stop. Done." And then sixty-five dollars appeared in my account. No, please. I, I told. I really am being a nice guy here. I don't want your money because I'm not producing because I've been busy with, you know, work and shit. Yeah. Patreon takes a lot of work. And that's, and that's the other thing people don't realize is, I mean, we could do the Kickstarters, we can do the Patreons, we can do that stuff, but as artists, we feel, at that point, we feel obligated to, we have to produce a certain level, and if we don't, if, okay, if you got an artist that doesn't feel bad because they're not producing for you and you're, you're supporting their, their project, right. shoot them in the head. Yeah, we, you know, I've, you end up getting depressed and playing video games and learning how Fallout works. Yeah, because you know, I, mean, I can't do anything. I'm nothing. Else. And I will say, and I will, and I will say, I'm sure Thomas can, can can back me up on this one. Doing the your hobby as your business and becoming your your primary source of income. Um, think long and hard before you do it. Really sit back and think about. Okay, yes, I love building blank. Do I want to solely make it where building blank means I eat? If I don't build blank, my rent doesn't get paid, my phone bill doesn't get paid, there's no food on the table. Because that means that, that takes doing this for fun now becomes mandatory. Um, I'm sure he's walked into it, Charles has walked into it, I did it, where you look at your table and your tools and you're like, why am I doing this? I could go get a $30 an hour job doing blank. Thomas has got more letters after his name, and he could go make a shit ton of money. You know, I retired from the fire department as a firefighter paramedic, and it, you, you really have to, are you willing to take your hobby and make a risk of looking at that hobby five years, 10 years down the road, and wanting to walk away from it and never touch it again? Making one of these is like, you're, it's genius and you're loving it. 
after the fifth to twentieth of yep. these, you're trying to figure out if it can actually work. Yeah. <laughs> is it this way or this? Way? I just want to bitch. I don't want to hurt myself. Yeah. Or if you get hired, you know, oh my god, I got hired by industry to, to do a movie. This is really damn cool. And if you're sitting in a fetal position at three o'clock in the morning, three months in, because you just built nine hundred and sixty-nine pieces of leather in a two-week period. You got to start thinking about your life choices at that point. Oh, and, and like we both done movie work and Hollywood stuff and everything, and everyone thinks, "Oh man, you must be rolling in it." Oh, from yeah. Me. Who told you that? Because <laughs> I, first of all, I don't know about him, but I am. I, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm genetically predisposed to be an artist because I'm so bad with money. <laughs> That's why I have a wife. I, I have. I, there's a moratorium on Vespas I'm allowed to buy because I'm, I'm picking up one on the way home when I drive. That's three Vespas and one electric scooter. Um, how many asses do I have? <laughs> Ooh, this, but this Vespa's a different Vespa, really? You see, what most people don't realize is oh, you work for you work for industry. You do TVs and movies. They don't realize that 98.6% of that that income goes to overhead. Because Tandy leather ain't cheap, no. you know. And when, like, for Into the Badlands, when we walked in, I'm dropping on an average, I think per week was somewhere around thirty-five thousand dollars at Tandy leather. They love me. He shows up and they're like, "I'm putting the kids through college." Yeah. <laughs> yes. I used to make that joke that I put the Tandy CEO's kids through college until I ran into a lady one day in Dallas. I made that joke. She started laughing. She goes. You know who my dad is, right? <laughs> and that was the CEO's daughter. She was the manager of the Dallas store. She's like, oh! She's like, no, thank you for college. <laughs> You're welcome. There's a tandy leather in, I live in godforsaken central Pennsylvania. There, there's nothing there. Pennsylvania's built like this. You've got Pittsburgh on one end, um, Philadelphia on the other, and South Wales or Alabama in the middle. There's not a lot there, and I live in the center of that in Harrisburg. So they got rid of the tandy leather at one point. They said, oh, this isn't that great. And they thought everyone would go to other tandies, which were a little further away and all that stuff. And they noticed those people just quit leatherworking. They were like, wait a minute, what? And within nine months, there was a brand new tandy leather. <laughs> and I, I was just, I, was, I had a girlfriend who lived in. She lived down in Georgia. So I go to the Atlanta Tandy when I go to visit her. But I was nervous because I lived in Harrisburg. Part of the reason I stayed there is I have Tandy Leather walking distance from my house. Oh, boy. Uh, that's really nice. I mean, I, I go, I'm, t I'm a little low on rivets. I just do, 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 do. And they, they know me well enough. Um, one of the good things, if you're working for yourself, is make good relationships. Yes. Make oh allies, not enemies. This, this, I never go in there going, do you know who I am? Or anything like that. I never have an ego about this. It, th this is their territory. They're, I go in there and go, hi, uh, what are you doing? And they do things that they're not supposed to do. Are we supposed to be in dress uniform today? Okay. Well, aren't you going to frack and become the captain? <laughs> <laughs> they, um, they will actually hold pieces Both of chair. leather because they think I'll like them. <laughs> they're like, you want this type of stuff. Um, they've given me credit when I didn't have credit at one point. They, and of course, I'm putting some of their kids through college. <laughs> <laughs> Most of their kids through college. Oh, look, it's wine o'clock. Uh, it's wine o'clock. It's wine. Dude, out for New Orleans, it's always wine o'clock. <laughs> I have not. He's I'm not wrong. He's not wrong. Because of the, uh, what the? It's, it's about I'm time. Boots. We Sorry, have, we're on a schedule here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, now we gotta put up with that ego the rest of the day. Thanks a lot. <laughs> he, thinks he, he thinks he gets drinks because we like him. Because nah. we like him. It's called hot glass with a personality. Bye, boots. It's only for the entertainment. It really is. This is we had a start time, right? Uh, yes. You I know what? You know why you got voted off the island in the first episode. Because <laughs> oh, I didn't hit on that, but I hit on Kate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I had better <laughs> Then who? Kate or me? By the way, this is how you tell steampunk friends. 
You didn't tell him about the roast idea, right? No. Not yet. Okay. I haven't told him out on that yet. We'll get there. By the way, we have a secret beat. Ah. Um, <laughs> next. Why is my butt hurt? It, it, it probably should. Should just clench. Huh? So let's ask you guys if you guys are if you guys are in for this. What we're talking about with Diana and the Wild Wild West Con people is each year they will elect from you guys a top builder kind of thing in the community to roast at that year's Wild West Con. <laughs> My friends would, go with, would be shattered. <laughs> And you guys, would you guys be willing to sit there and watch one of us get roasted? Okay, those smiles. Oh man! Okay, all your predators back away. For one, it's a stupid question because when does it stop? Can we do that? Can we all just go up and get roasted, like individually? But whoever lasts the longest before like hitting a red escape button, like I can't take it anymore. Okay, only if we have somebody cause the the moderator. Of the panel had to cosplay Poe. <laughs> yeah, from uh, yes. no, from Ultra Carbon. From Ultra Carbon. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I've only seen one episode. So good. That's all? Slacker? I lived at home. I mean, I've only seen, I've only seen like three. And a tablet and a phone. And I dive. I don't do that. I have friends who do that all the time. And I'm looking at them. They're like, oh, don't text and drive. Don't watch movies and drive. I can see out there. If they didn't want you to watch movies and drive, why did they put a television screen on the dash? a translucent heads-up display, counter-reflected, so you did reverse reflection. So he could watch. I said, let me check on the big list of no. Right up there with incest and folk dancing is me making this dance. I know. I've seen you. From the day job, uh, some people screaming, are, yeah, screaming, <laughs> screaming, and going, ah, um, uh, make the jump from the day job. Like some people retire from something, so they have a supplemental income, or some people get married, so they have a supplemental income. Um, <laughs> oh, you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> you missed us. I didn't get that. Memo. At one point, for well, one point for two years, I had a day job working in a cabinetry and sign shop. Just. 40 hours a week, all that stuff. And then I was coming home, and then I had another day job, making leather work and stuff yep. like that, and corsetry and everything. We were working every weekend. I had to threaten, my ex-wife was such a workhorse, Central Pennsylvania workhorse. I mean, yeah, she had to fit in her mouth. It was just, it, that was something that, I know. But, I had to threaten to cut the cord on the sewing machine to get her to stop. Dead serious. This becomes an obsession when you work through stuff. Yeah. I wish I was kidding. If she was here, she would laugh and say, yeah. I woke her up. She was sitting up in this. We're making corsets all the time. She was sitting up in bed. I swear to God, still on our reading of dead hands. That's awful. Evie has pictures of Zombie and I laying on our on our, on our blocks with, with the piece we were tooling, with our, our hand on one hand, tool on the other, and we're just laying asleep. <laughs> Because we've been going for 18, 24 hours. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing, like Thomas was saying, when, when we you own your own company, sure, you can ask for vacation, but if well, it doesn't get done, money. you don't eat. I'm having pro I, I work with I work with a lot of younger people because I am stupidly a dating one. But but then again, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um great work if you can get it. But it is very Trying, I'm training a lot of people, and they're they're constantly like I say, I'm really tired. Well, let's take a break. They're, no, you are you going to shovel the coal? It's an old saying. Are you going to yep. shovel the coal? 
Because someone's got to shove the coal, keep that coil in there. You see, like with, with us in, into the Badlands, my guys found out real quick, <laughs> we have 45 or 50 belts due that have to be out the door when I get up at 7 o'clock on Monday morning after being on set all weekend. And if those don't go out, that TV show, that, that episode doesn't film. You're talking millions of dollars that are down there and your career. So all of the career, not yeah, as part of the career, no, all of the career. Bye bye, I'm gonna go work at McDonald's. Um, and they fit, it, that's the other thing when you, that most people don't realize when you go, oh, hey, it'd be really cool to own my own company. <laughs> you are putting not only your entire life investment on the line for this, but your reputation. And I was joking when I said, you know, when you take the jump screaming, you really honestly do. Because if you sit there and look at that edge and keep looking at it, look at it, you're never gonna do it. A lot of times we're looking at the edge and something will come up and go, bye. And that's that's not always a bad thing either. Sometimes no. you just don't need to take that leap. Well, at one point, it be, I, I was doing math. I'm very good with math, actually. I'm not. <clears throat> and well, yeah. it was costing me money to have a day job. Yep. That time, because I, I was making enough selling stuff, I was like, wait a minute. The day job hour, that extra 40 hours, I could make X amount, which is more than I'm making at, including taxes, you know, insurances. Guys, got, got think about these things. Space in the house, and you know, everything costs something. We, we think of you know, ribbons not costing anything. No, they cost a quarter of a penny, mm -hmm. or they cost X amount. You've got to, I've actually, my ribbons and all my stuff, there's a little price in front of every you pull a D ring out, you know, this D ring is three dollars, this D ring is 50. And you think that sounds easy, but as, as just an artist, you don't think about that. Nope. For me, my business yeah. manager is my wife. She comes in and points out this costs this much, this costs this. It's like a say he comes in and says, Hey, I want you to do a tool, Paul River. I don't think about, okay, it's gonna take this amount of time at this at this amount for me to do it, plus the materials. As an artist, I'm like, okay, I need to tool this, I'm gonna have to draw this, okay, I can make it really look badass here. So yeah, we're not focusing on the finances right here. Yeah. And I don't think about the money. That's not where my brain is. I'm an artist. That's a real quick way to the poorhouse. It took me a decade of just being insane about it and everyone calling me, oh, you're an asshole, aren't you supposed to be an artist? This is why I'm still eating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and because I don't have, uh, my ex-wife and I have worked with a lot, we're good friends actually. I, I, I got the house, she got the wife. Um, so <laughs> we're both sweethearts, we love both of them. My, my ex-wife, my ex this is great because um, someone will say, oh, oh you and your, your nasty old ex-wife, she's like pushing 16 has bulletproof abs. Yeah, and and I was traveling. She's almost sixty. You got a fucking. She's worth three twenty year olds. Damn! I'm what was she's on? I know. Damn! I know. But we were working insanely hard, and to keep that that going, I had to do the math, and I didn't want to do that. I don't want to do the math. Math is hard. One of the things math is math, math is not just math hard. sucks. It's inconvenient. It tells, you yeah, it, tells tells you, you it. it tells you no. Ninety uh, smile blue Barbie. Tell me one thing. Math is hard. Yes. Let's go shopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like for us, what we do at ASI is when I build a piece, or Zombie builds a piece, or Lulu builds a piece, I don't price my stuff. I can't price my stuff mm -hmm. as an artist because if I build really a set hat. To me as an artist, I'm like, man, I can see every mess up in that. I can see everywhere I screwed up, $10. Yeah, right? And then you hear the explosion coming from behind <laughs> from the little blue-haired angry lady. Did you just the, what? The door slam. Yeah. Are you <laughs> strawberry flavored crack? Yeah. That's funny. That's Oh. So the best thing we do with ASI is the second that we are done building said item, it immediately goes, to the person who's in charge of doing the math and the, the putting a price on it. Because we can't, we'll undersell ourselves as artists twice on Sunday, three times during the week. I had to learn not to do that. Yeah. And what, how I did it, I, you wanna know how to do it? Go on Etsy, go look for comparable things, see what the market will bear. That's the other problem with yeah. this. I, you wanna know, I make, I make giant robots, I made that best, I made all kinds of cool stuff. My highest profit margin piece yeah. is a little button a pin that says some shitty thing I said to somebody once. Because, yeah, There's a lot of them. Because <laughs> to tool something like this, if we actually put in the price for time that we, we work, materials, blah, 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 you're talking about a $1,000 piece. 
that's all great and good, but it's going to sit on my table and collect dust because ain't nobody going to be able to afford that in the con world. Yep. And especially if you're living off conventions, you're dealing with con kids. These are these are kids who have either got money from mommy and daddy, or they've saved up their money. Yeah, it's a and, matter of knowing the market. And, and, and it's it, it can, we we came to this. It's a matter of sitting there and finally realizing, okay, here's this line in the sand. Here's my profit. Here's my stuff sitting on the table. How bad do you want to get your stuff off the table? Okay, that means I got to make more to make for this one piece. But it's either that or this stuff sits on my table and my table becomes a museum. That's that's going to lay you in the poorhouse. We're not going to eat. We're going to become skinny little white boys. And people want people when they tell us, "Hey, you should make. You should make." They, they want a museum. They yeah. want you to make incredible things. They're never going to find. We can never. I get a lot of well. I'd love to buy something from brute force, but you never. I can never afford it. And I'm like, there's a reason for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want you. I want you yeah. to build a Matilda. Uh, you can't afford that. Yeah. So that's why I make. I balance out. I have a bunch of pieces. I still like. Everyone still gets value for their money. Yep. I'm not gonna sit there and, and sell. You know, here's a leather scrap uh, that I put a pin and back on. It's you know, they're, they're saying the things no one else is doing. I put a nice little graphic on there and everything. And that is those things there pay my gas for every trip I go. On that on that on that note, what proved that to me was Suzo with those damn must leather mustaches on a stick. Uh -huh. yeah. She made these mustaches on a stick for you know people. <laughs> And we're like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Dollar for people piece. who can't grow mustaches. Yeah, for people who can't grow mustaches and ladies who want to hang out with the boys. And ladies who want to grow Who want to be in the smoking section. <laughs> Tobias. Um, <laughs> no, that's me. So we're like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Can I do a photo shoot in one of your corsets? Yeah. Yeah, shit, yeah. Wait, I want, I, no, actually, I need your, sure. I, I want to recreate the Sarah Hunter. Uh, Oh, <laughs> you search steampunk and she's right there. I want that. Mechanical. Okay, there's an image I will never get out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> this is Pretty not strong steampunk. You said it today. Yes, uh, um, but Suzo proved to us, we were like, these, these, these stupid things we're never going to sell. Because we made the, 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 the mustaches out of our scrap. So out of these you know, huge pieces of leather, our scrap that we're throwing on the ground, Suzo's coming over grabbing and making mustaches. I'll be goddamn if she wasn't out selling us with these stupid mustaches on a stick for a dollar. And I'm like, okay, I stand corrected. I will come over here and eat crow. You, you, and don't knock the dollar, two dollar sale. Not even a little. You know, because that one dollar and that two dollar will add up quickly. On top of that, for your reputation, you I've just made that person's day. And don't think that, I mean, all of us roll our eyes at, you know, um, branding and that sort of thing. Oh, I've told Thomas a long time ago, bitch, I will be the NASCAR of Steve. <laughs> Him and I will walk in and fucking driver suit. Pardon my French, I'm sorry. Walk, I'm air pirate. Walk in in driver suits with, you know, and today in Everything, the Venezuela yeah, airship, we did really good today. I'm uh, really waiting with cosplay getting more popular. Like, you'll have, like, the dude his epic sword. And then he turns the sword, and it's all these logos. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is this is in the process of happening with me. There's electroluminescent paint. You heard of it? Yeah. One of the companies that developed one of the better ones. I I made a joke about how oh, wow you can make the armor from uh wow that glows like this. I'm already. Oh yeah. That's the project we're working on. If you make wow armor without me, I'm gonna. This is wow <laughs> armor that you turn it on, and it doesn't just shine. It radiates light to look like magic armor. And but your sword will say the company's name on the side. <laughs> and on that note, we know we know beyond a shadow of a doubt, and if you guys as artists, if, if you don't know this, you will know this, you will be called sellouts. Yeah. And we'll call you every name in the damn book. But what I want you to do if that happens. Successful. Yeah. If that happens with you as artists, I want you to go look up a little band called Green Day. <laughs> um and I think Bobby said it the best. He's like, you know what? People might call us sellouts, but it takes money to do what I'm doing. We've been, ASI's been called sellouts because we were working with Tandy Leather. We were working at Thang MC. Yeah, how he's dare been, you work with your suppliers? Yeah, he's been called company. a sellout. <laughs> the thing is, is people want, and I, I get the whole, we want artwork for artwork to be artwork, but somebody's got to pay for that crap. And if you don't want to pay for it, you get to go talk to the angry blue-haired lady. <laughs> There's no kids in here. Who controls my nookie. I'm not pissing that off. 
I, fo I follow I follow the Too Doom real. philosophy that the spice must flow. <laughs> <laughs> and if I drop a thousand dollars on something that's not paid for, that spice quits flowing. This man gets real angry, <laughs> which means my crew is going to get real angry. That's yep. So if you're going to do this and you have the chance to get sponsors, screw what everybody else says. Especially if you're doing leather work, you're doing prop builds, because it's not cheap. Yeah, yeah, you know Yaya Hot, no, of Yaya Hot. I've met Yaya, I've talked to her and everything. I like Yaya Hot. I like Yaya Hot. Uh, I, I can I talk to her when she's not Yaya Hot? Yeah, yeah, she's, Hi. Yeah, yeah, when she's a person, it's she's great. A, she's yeah. a person. <laughs> when she's not, it's not. I was all the famous people you know who, even if people don't like them. First of all, um, <clears throat> I live in Europe a lot of the time, so I have a really shitty attitude. Now, I'm not going to get better. I'm like 50-some odd years old. I'm not going to see the light. You don't live in Europe. We've been trying to tell you that for years. But <laughs> Americans love an underdog no matter how much an asshole that underdog is. It, as long as you think you're supporting an underdog, you, that person's right. doesn't matter if they molest kittens. But they're all pirates. Not me. It drives me crazy. So anyone, you know who's supposed to be successful? People you don't know. And people are shitty about it. And I've had, uh, I've got friends I've known, people I've known for 30 years are like, well, we're not all this. And I admit, I'm not the best about people's insecurities. I'm like, ha ha ha, you're right, you're not that. Why are you talking to me? No, and then they get mad and I go, no, I've known you for 30 years, I'm still talking to you, shut up. Um, but it's gonna happen. If you get successful, there's a target on your head. Yep. I mean, it's, oh, it's they love it. About, oh, yeah. that's real. Yeah, <laughs> and they just, and they love it. They're like, uh, uh, there are people here who are going to be offended. You right? gotta watch they're, they're like, oh my god, I get to take them down. That gets me so close. They love it. That was weird. I'm sitting next to you. So I'm not wearing enough armor. <laughs> It becomes the biggest joy in there working on it, bring you down. Because working hard is hard. Mm -hmm. But bringing you down is easy. All they have to do is say something crappy and get a bunch of other pathetic MFs to go and say something crappy with you. And they will. They'll attack you. If you, if you start to become successful, it'd be it. Any of the sub, any of the subgenres, be it steampunk, be it cyberpunk, be it god, any community, any of those communities. It the is, second it, that you own your own company and you start to be successful, you will get attacked. Um, count on. It. So, a get a thick skin. Know that you have a mission to accomplish. That I, mission is what you. Yes, sir. I just have a quick question. Yeah, you were talking, but no, you good. Talk about for a second learning to say no because success section. Bingo. I wish, yeah. I wish I was good at that. I mean, I understand. <laughs> we understand that that is the first word you learn as a as a toddler. Um, I have that problem. Because, oh, I'm so good at saying no. <laughs> and I know most of most of us are this way. Um, having been a former DJ and doing all that stuff, and then becoming a maker, my fans are everything to me. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if I just came off of a two-hour DJ set. There's a couple things I want. I want to piss, I want to bake, and I want a Mountain Dew. Not in that order. <laughs> but if you turn that corner and that fan is standing there, you damn well better give them the time. That's you're, for real. And you're right. There's a point where you have to, when someone says, hey, can you build this or can yeah. you do this for me? That the no word needs to come into your to your vocabulary, and I am I am really bad about this, really really bad about this. My wife is much better at it. Um, she puts her hand on my arm and goes, "No." I, I have pushed a, a, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, he did a TV show. You know, he was on TV show. He did he did TV. So suddenly you get this influx, and I have because I don't like these people when they when they overwhelm me. I push. I go no, but there's this guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want laser printing? You need to call Thomas Williford at Brute Force. Like, this is your man, right there. Yeah, he's, he's But you guy. gotta keep calling him. Call him constantly, otherwise he doesn't answer the phone. I, 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 Wheeler, I hand, I hand work off Wheeler. There's one guy in the world who I hand work off to just to be a jerk, and I do. And I, I say, tell him Thomas sent you, and I hand him brilliant work that makes This is where Game of Thrones comes into play. This is Game of Thrones type shit. Tell him ASI sent you. His, his, name, is, his name is JW. The last was another Be nice. Be nice. 
He like, hates me with a passion bordering on insanity. I don't hate him at all. So I send him work. <laughs> I send people to him all the time, and I never say anything mean about him. I'm not saying anything mean now. He's an incredible I would also argue that you don't always have to say now specifically. You, you, be, you maybe. I'll uh, think about or it. Or you become, uh, it's, it's the art of the compromise. How and much? being able to control and negotiate what you're talking about. Like, oh, you want this product. You want all these bells and whistles. Well, this would not work for you, I assure you. Because you're not a maker and you just want an actual lightsaber, and I can't do that. Now, also, with that in point, keep in mind, like when we got hired to do Into the Badlands, um, when Greg called us the first time, I thought this dude was psycho crazy. A, I didn't know he was from Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a real sticking point on the B, I didn't know the, the caliber of props master he was, but he sounded crazy. We're on the road. I'm cutting across six lanes of Oklahoma City, downtown Oklahoma City Highway, to get to my exit right there. I'm on the phone with a dude from Hollywood. I need this, this, and this. So Zombie and Lulu actually designed goggles in the hotel room to send him. We didn't know who this dude was. We thought he was batshit crazy. And that's what got us into the Badlands. So when you're contacted by some of these people, you have to gauge as a business owner, just because they sound nuts like Thomas, um, they might be somebody who is getting ready to make your your, your, your career. If you're waiting for you a safe to come up, we are in your domain. The body of Christ. Okay. And if you're waiting for that My person who has no past, who's never done anything wrong, who's all the, who everyone loves to come up and give you a job, yeah, you have fun with that. I don't, I've never seen it. I've, I've, I've got a t kids' TV show. Someone wants me to be a, on a kids' TV show with, ah, with a robot. I got two words for you, or three words for you. Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. There you and go. They want me to do this <laughs> TV show. This guy has hit on every female creature he's been in, you know. No. Wait, uh, excuse me, you can also point here. <laughs> now, this guy is, is, is sleazy. You know I love you, too. He's I know. He's in a shirt. And my girlfriend's but like, okay. I don't want you to work with him because he's sleazy. It's like, his money works. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he, he's His money get, is less sleazy. He's got, he's got the ear of someone at Netflix. Yep. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna. His British ass is gonna sit there and you know be the and, director of this show. And that's and that's the deal. And that's the deal as being a business owner, especially in the steampunk world or in any what, any genre. Yeah. As that biz, as that figurehead. Anything that I say, anything that Thomas says, anything Fia says, reflects on our company. For for Thomas, it's him and his lovely lady are going to get screwed if he says something wrong. Tobias saying, for me, I have a crew. It's the only way I can do what I do. So you have to realize that, yeah, we rub each other and mess with each other here, but you get us in front of the guys who have the the checkbooks? No bullshit. No bullshit. Yeah. Because if I say something wrong, if Thomas says something wrong, if I look at him wrong, <coughs> we just lost a hundred thousand dollar contract. Yeah, don't over talk. Yeah. Dear God. Especially his Yeah, of course. I'm here with you guys. This is part of the our badges say entertainer on. Yep. Okay? Of course I'm over talking. But when you I'm at that business, they have they don't need to know anything about my social life. If they come up and say, hi, I'm in a poly relationship, that's very nice. Anyway, back to my... Back, back, to, back to what yeah, we back need to talk this, about. You know, I don't sit there. They're not my friend. Maybe later on that happens. You get to be on their whole life. Uh, do you know that? So let me describe what happens when this goes horribly wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> so we got the contract to do Dickens on the Strand in Galveston, Texas. Big 40-plus year event, yada, 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 yada. ASI was still new. We were in our second or third year. I, I'm a Galveston kid from Texas. Oh my God, this is Dickens on the Strand. All is good. The horns are blowing. The Pope shows up. Everything's humming. Yeah. So we go to our second meeting with the Galveston Historical Foundation. Okay. Brand new company. Brand new company. So we're sitting there. We're talking about what we're going to do for Dickens on the Strand. And all of a sudden, the head of the Galveston Historical Society says, so we saw a little video. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. 
Now, we had one of our crew members do the Thunder Down Under. He's an Australian character, and he put a, a, a lightning ball on a cod piece that you could touch and make the lightning do things. And so he brought it out of the convention, and we videotaped it. Because that's funny. Because that's what we did. Get the stick out of him. And so all of a sudden, Evie and I are there. We're all business in, in business mind, because this is a very lucrative contract. And now she says, like, so I was like, what video did you see? I'm thinking, okay, it's one of the cool videos. What is this thunder from down under? And the heart crashes. Oh, I just lost, how am I going to tell my crew I just lost a major contract? Luckily, they had a sense of humor. They thought it was the funniest shit they'd ever seen. <laughs> Thank God. So as Evie is finishing the deal, I'm outside smoking five cigarettes. Like, yeah, at once, by the way. <laughs> In my case, they were like, oh, this is a great idea. We love your, your thing. We're going to have this character. And then they called us up and said, yeah, we just got, because uh, my ex-girlfriend, Sarah, and I, yeah, we just got uh, the cover of Penthouse. Yeah, you did. And yeah, you did. Is that Sarah on the cover? No! Like, oh. It says Sarah Hunter. <laughs> and literally they said, we'll get back to you. And I never heard I've got that copy. You can't miss it. Yeah, you can't yeah. miss it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. That wasn't oh. just me bragging, but. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was him. That was a little bit of brag. But, but, a little yeah. bit of brag. brag. We're still air pirates. Aye, aye. Um, so, when you own your own company, in the subculture world, realize that every single thing you do, and I mean everything you do, has repercussions. Who everybody you talk to, that even the person you didn't even think about who comes up to you on the street. That you know, one is real. Like I've had I don't remember I, meeting this person. I don't remember the impression I might have made on yeah, this person. I've <laughs> had I've had the lead producer for Pirates of the Caribbean walk up to my table and start talking to my people. I'm in the back smoking a cigarette, drinking wine, and eating food. Mm -hmm. I hear the voice, Toronto's like, oh no! <laughs> you know, Got a sandwich in hand. Yeah, it's like, sandwich, cigarette goes flying. It's like, <laughs> I know who that is. Yeah, because one of my guys is like, they could end up calling him dumbass stupid guy, is what Evie and all them call him. I'm like, do, do you realize who that is? <laughs> oh, no. Um, no. Let, let me show you a YouTube video. Th that's the producer for the Pirates of the Caribbean. Good job, guys. Proud of you. Every single thing you do, even all the way down to the interactions between Thomas and I, are going to be looked at, dissected, and in the steampunk community, there's this rumor out that Thomas and I hate each other. That is the farthest thing from the damn truth that's out there. But what's I great mean, about it is you can out, play off it. I, I said, call me. <laughs> yeah. Because someone had written something saying that I had said something really shitty about everything. Oh, I, I mean, everything. I remember. Whoa. I was like, whoa, I don't have that much time. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when that came out. That, that was awful. Some of it, some of it I, was I, like, got, I got a phone call 10 minutes later from some. I mean, I am, I'm in the parking lot of Bed Bath & Beyond, <laughs> and here's my phone ring. Um, because every single thing you do as a business owner is going to reflect on your business. Oh, this, this by the way, I had two TV shows lined up because of the other TV show. And they said, not interested anymore because of this. Yeah. And I've had people say, I think I know who did it. And I tell them, do not tell me who wrote it. Because we'll all go get them. Yeah. I, I know my limits. I'm a jovial pacifist. I will pass my fist you right through someone. Shit. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm in the right conditions. But I called him and he was like, yeah, they said you said this. I said, there's one problem with that. He goes, yeah, you would say that to me. He said, <laughs> I'm not a shy retiring flower about how I feel. If I didn't like you, you pretty much know. And so at that point, he's like, yeah, this sucks. And so we've been fine. I'm going, I'm going into Bed Bath & Beyond to go buy sheets. Yeah. I'll call you later. Yeah, uh, exactly. My wife is worrying at me. Yeah, exactly. Um, so be ready for that when you own your own company. You are going to get attacked. Avery right here on the front row makes badass lamps. And he's gonna eventually somebody's gonna turn around because he makes really cool crap and attack him just for the simple fact that oh, he's yeah he just for the simple fact that he's successful. So know that going into owning your own company, that people are going to hate on you, and you've got to get a thick skin. Haters make you famous. Yeah, okay. any any bad press is still press. Still press. Oh. You've seen Lord of the Rings, all that type of stuff, right? 
So I got to go to New Zealand and hang out with, uh, this is not just name dropping, but Humble I did, brag. Uh, with Richard Taylor. Oh God, this guy's the, the coolest guy. Richard Taylor owns Weta Workshops who did all the stuff for Lord of the Rings. Their shop. I, I, people come to my shop and go, wow, I go to his shop and go, I am unworthy. I'm going to <laughs> yeah, there's my a, shop sucks. There's all a 20-foot right. dinosaur right there. I'm like, I just shoot me right in the face. Um, and he told me something. We were, we were driving through the mountains and everything, and I'm talking about motorcycles, and I'm talking about I used to skydive, and I, all this stuff. He goes, and, 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 and all this dangerous shit. He goes, I don't do anything dangerous. He goes, I take very good care of my health, everything. I was like, why? He goes, I've got 200 people who rely yeah. on me. Your health, and I am a big criminal on this thing. I have screwed myself. Uh, I had, uh, this is not well known, it's not a secret. I had a coronary incident mm. last year. My heart's in perfect condition. He said, the guy said, yeah, you know, you're, you're in great condition. You've got like five years. I said, why? Because you got chain something. Because you're, you're dumping nitrous into a, into a Maserati. You're, 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 you're in great shape for, you know, wow, you did great. But you're going to die. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you're kidding me. He goes, no, you're going to die. Um, and I'm, I'll write that. Do you need that in writing? I'm like, let me check on the list of holy shit. Um, yeah. So yeah. And, and it's not just your health. It's your business. Who's that supporting? Who are you working with? Do consider these things. When you, take, yeah. when you say no, sometimes I don't say no because I'm greedy as fuck. I really want the money. Same. Um, and, and I love things. I want. I want a fork. I like toys. I want a fork. I like margaritas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and know. so take care. Of, take care of that. You know. Take care of those health days. One I'm, of the secrets that bath with the candles on that shit. There's me. Okay, there's an image I'll never get out of my head. That's why I don't put it on oh, Instagram. I need more wine. Uh, uh, French water, sir. French water. French water. Also, one of the things I got from White talking to those guys. And asking them, hey, how did you, you know what? Give me some secrets on what you guys did. Don't be a, don't be afraid when you start your company to downsize. You are going to expand. You're hiring on artists. You've got a project to get done. You're gonna have multiple artists there. Yada 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 yada. Don't be afraid to have to lay people off when you have to shrink back down. I was gonna go to work at Weta like this month. They said, yeah, that, that contract fell through. It could be three months before we... And what they have is, the cool thing they have is they have a little production department that produces their figurines, all that stuff, and that's what keeps the constant cash flow when they're not doing... Directly. Uh, I, by the way, answer your freaking phone. Yes. Mortal Engines, I didn't answer a phone call. That's Ooh. why I didn't work on Mortal Engines. Ooh. Same way with us for Pirates 5. Yeah. Oh. It was just... Uh, oops, I'll get back to that because I don't recognize the freaking number. You're not going to get back I'm to real bad at that. Yeah. And we're, I, I, I have fired people. I, occasionally I get people work for me. I hired this young lady. Oh, I work with this and that. And I said, well, give me your phone number. I'll call you. She's just, I don't talk on the phone. I said, never mind. Click. Mm -hmm. Yeah, done. I, I know you have a social anxiety. Let me check if I care. I can't. I can't afford to care. Yes, social miss, anxiety is very fashionable. You miss that one phone call from a, from a prop master. Yeah. They have a list. They're calling down that list. And if you don't answer, they're going to the next one. You'll never get that call again. Yeah. My ex-girlfriend wouldn't answer the phone. Yes, sir. Um, you've talked a lot about the making part of it as a business. And obviously, um, there's not a lot of clergy in steampunk. Right. True. Um, but we have the Pope. We're at the top of the level. Yeah. Well... <laughs> When I put this together, I looked at, um, you could throw a stick and get four uh, airship captains, three navigators, and a couple ship surgeons. And so, long story short, I ended up going this route. And it is, a, I'm finding out, a very unique and recognizable character. Mm -hmm. And so, over the last five years now, I'm finding that I'm, becoming more and more recognizable and uh, the, the reason for the Patreon page isn't that I'm creating, it's the because I'm being asked to attend events. You're maintaining. Yeah. You're but what I'm trying to cover is, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you know, four days in a, four or five days in a hotel is, you know, like this weekend, gonna run about $1,000. That's money. Yeah. I'm retired. So my landlord loves to see my rent check every month. Yeah. You know, I can afford to lose a little bit on the eating end of it. But, and, and my Patreon page is 
based on the character, pretty much. It's just I asking think, for a monthly price of a dollar. I think I, I know where you're going. And on this, you have to make a line in the sand that you're going to say, I am not willing to pay to play. If you want me there in this costume doing this thing for you. You're dragging my ass there. You're paying. Now, keep in mind, some of these people, especially promoters for right. cons and that sort of thing, they're going to try and give you the brick wall. That's right. not a brick wall. It's foam. The second that you mm -hmm. give them resistance back and say, you know what, I don't do this for free. You need to pay me because this is what it's going to cost me to haul my ass from New Orleans to Tucson with my crew. This is what I have to have. And be willing to say, if you can't pay that, I completely understand. No well, the minister is right. shooting myself in the foot. Well, the, both of us. And not having then there, there, You've heard of Dragon Con, right? Yeah. You know, little party with 30,000 of my closest friends. Yeah. Right. <laughs> in Atlanta, I don't do Dragon Because I can yeah. pay to go to Dragon Con. I can get paid to go to Big River. Yep. And we're, we're, we're all going to be a Big River. We're going to be a Big so, River. And it's, it's, oh, wow. You know, like, <laughs> do not pay to play. If, if, if you've got, you get to a certain point, you're at a certain point where we recognize you at an event, people do pay for personality. They pay, and they pay for, uh, to have your piece of scenery. And that, that's not a bad thing, that's a good thing. You know, I wish I could be scenery. My girlfriend is scenery. She's <laughs> very scenic. Yeah, you are scenery. So, you can, and if at some point, you have to see Wow. Well, one of the biggest compliments. Uh, one of the biggest compliments I had was somebody was talking about uh, making up characters and costumes and stuff at a convention in a panel. And they said, and then you have the iconic people, you know, like the uh, steampunk Iron Man and the steampunk Hulk. And it's like, having me and Thomas Williford. In the same sentence, it's like, thanks, boss. You know what? I could put that suit on anybody, and they'd be more famous than me. Trust me. And, and here's, there, there is a certain point, and you're going to be uncomfortable doing it, because most of us are. Let's let us let us not lie here. Every single swinging person in this damn room is an introvert. We're all nerds. Shut up. Uh, well, I'm glad that you get 90%. Hit him. Um, but the thing is is at some point you need to realize the fact that your name and your star power, for lack of a better word, right. is putting butts in seats. It has right. value. Yeah. It's and different if, if I'm a band, I come in, I play, and I'm done. Yeah. But as soon as I get out of the car, put on the costume, I don't even get in the gate and they're always, can I get a photo? And that's and that's and that's, and that's the way it is. With, here for. That's the way it is with Airship Isabel. That's the way it is with Ruth Fort's leather and Thomas. What's the way it is with Tobias? Is this? You, you need to realize that your name and your image is worth something, and it's really difficult for most nerds because we're used to hanging out in the shadows right. to step up and say, "Yes, this I, I am worth this. You are going to pay me to show up and do this," because let me tell you right now. Promoters are like sharks. The yep. second they smell weakness, they they're going to go all over you. Humility is for people who deserve it. Sorry, that sounds horrible. And I've had people say, oh, Thomas is an arrogant. I have, yeah, people say But here's the thing. I, have you ever heard of Go along the internet, find a place where I said my stuff is better than anyone else. Well, he hasn't. It's never happened. I present, look what I've done. You're the judges. I, I don't judge other people's artwork. Because that's not my job. That rings up the they did everybody think Cedric Whitaker and Thomas Willifer hate each other. Yeah. No, we don't. No. I, 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 you know whose job it is to judge art? And we do. You, you people. You judge it. Mostly, you judge by doing this. That's the most, this is the most quantitative way. My lovely artwork looks great. My parents put it on the refrigerator. When someone who worked hard is willing to take out money they earned yep. and go, thank you. They just thanked you for making that piece of art, and that's hard to get your head around because you because we've all been told that, that this this myth that artists it's supposed to be all about the art. If that's the case, have a beautiful home. Yeah. Have, but don't bring it here because you're not going to sell it. You need to be presenting your art. This is you are the face of your stuff. That's yeah. And and that's why do you, I wanted to sh cut all my hair off. And my girlfriend's like, no, no, no. Because that part of the present, and she convinced me, part of the presentation is, you're that Thor-looking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Trust me, Mr. Angry Baldwin. I, and I, 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 
recently just lost like 20 pounds or anything because I was decided, you know, I'm 50, so I'm going to be fat and happy. Screw this. And then work. I used to work out all the Thank time. Be and she's like, no, you're that guy. Okay. I'll question? Question. Anyway, shut up. Um, yeah, we're talking about, uh, about reputation and everything. Do you yeah. even bother having a social media presence outside have to. of the no, 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 I mean outside of, of who you are up here. Like okay. Personal. So, so what know. So what we do. I no longer have a personal life. Yeah. yeah. Is, yeah. For, for us in ASI, there is, and I'm going to say a name here, and if any of you repeat it, I will shoot you in the kneecaps. Um, <laughs> on social media, you have to have that separation. If you want it. If you want But I know a lot of people who come in and close down their personal pages because people find out, oh, this person is this person, and, and now we have stalkers <laughs> on our personal pages. My, my, my background is in teaching, and in school, they basically, when I was learning to be a teacher, they are basically like, look, you should shut down your personal social media presence if you can't control it, because you're going to go on there, you're going to say something, and then you're going to get fired. Or you're going to get censured from your school, mm -hmm. and it sounds like what y'all talk because your reputation is everything. And see, oh, yeah. that's and it that's like y'all talking about something very similar. So if you control it, then like, okay, not me, but my wife. She is all ASI, very politically correct. This is Airship Isabella. You go on the God help you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good because, place to be because you say Trump rules. The nukes are inbound. <laughs> but that that is on her personal page. I don't have it with me. Um, He's not lying. So <laughs> the thing I think what you're and the other thing you have to you have to you have to have the personality that you're willing to stay up and say, okay, you want to attack me as a special snowflake, which I hate special snowflakes, by the way. I bought a flash from him yesterday just for a single special snowflake. But, um, she, but she's so sweet. Yeah, screw her. Um, you know what happens if you eat too much sugar? Yeah. Um, having that personal page and that business page is a lot of damn work. You have to put that firewall up. I don't go on my, my personal page and post political stuff. A, because I don't want to type that much. My wife... <laughs> um, Your wife is also a writer. She's a writer. Um, also, I don't want to hear anyone else's political opinions regarding my political opinions. It's a lot know, of work. And for her, but, she enjoys that confrontation. She likes to be. For me, if I'm, gonna, if I'm going to have that confrontation, you and I are going to be face-to-face -face and nose-to-nose. Yeah, There might be some drunks. I'm a born and bred Southern boy. We're, we're going to talk, and I'm, oh, bless your heart. <laughs> I am a blunt instrument when it comes to these things. That's because you're a carpetbagger. Why, why did you name <laughs> All of my social media goes through at least one other person before I post. And, that's, and my, mine, too. If, I, if I'm posting something, before I hit send, my wife or one of the other crew members is looking over my shoulder and saying, you might not want to send that. My, my that's the same thing she's like, about I hear clicking. Yeah. Everything you say can be held Because once you yep. hit that send button, that shit ain't coming back. And, and people people love screen capping. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's oh, I'm really good. I my shit sent I have, back an, I have an entire folder of screen caps from him. <laughs> I understand. And I think about that when I go to post something. I go, hey. This what am I saying? To give you an idea, and, and my wife taught me this. One of the things that I do is if I'm going to type something on the internet as Captain Whitaker, I will type it, I will put it off to the side for 24 hours. Then I will come back and look at it. Do I still hate Thomas Williford this much to post it? <laughs> yes. No, actually I don't. All right. No, he pissed at my Cheerios, but he's right. You know, um, what? <laughs> I don't want to ever say that again. <laughs> uh, too late to get your phones out. Sucks to be you. That's the thing is, if as a business owner, you put yourself even further out in public, you hire employees. Oh dear God, because every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And so if, if I employees. if I make it if I make a screwed up decision, you know who it affects. Success is the greatest form of censorship. Yeah, it really is. I mean, we can, I sit there and say people say, "Oh, I love that you say everything you want to five minutes. You want. And I'm like, really? Because I don't say the crap I want. <laughs> I've got pages because I'm a writer too. 
pages and pages of crap I wanted yeah. to say in a folder. Hate to say. Say for me. Not sending. You know, you know where? You know where my private stuff is? Jay, you don't want to do it You want to hack me? You got to find it. All right. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, he said it. It doesn't live on my hard drive. That's what she my said too. My private stuff is. Is, is How much money? The <laughs> bidding starts at 50. <laughs> right here, 55. You got it over 60. 60, 60, 60. You gotta want it more than I do. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you sleep. So we got five minutes left. Anybody have questions? Can we do yes, sir. Yeah, I stopped with the question, but since you're talking about the social media and stuff like that, one of the things that you can do that if you are bothered by uh, stalkers and things of that type, <laughs> on Facebook, there's no rule that says you have to use your own name. Bingo. And, and, and on that point, for my males in the audience, everybody disses and, and attacks the male stalkers. The female stalkers oh, are here. a thousand times worse. <laughs> All right, I've had two of my boys run out of a, a elevator, run to the green room, run past the green room guard, oh, no. call the captain as they dive under the couch because of one girl. So even as even as a gentleman, oh, wow. realize there's a certain line once, especially once you start getting where your name is out there, your face is out there. Doesn't matter if you're married. Don't matter whatsoever. Those stalkers, gentlemen, are going to come after you too. And a lot of times, those girls are worse than, than the male stalkers because they don't quit. You guys are also crazy. I am. You guys, the guys are crazy too. An image thing. I'm at conventions. I'm flirty and stuff like that to an extent. I'm never alone with anybody. Yep. I never. I it, I barely go to the bathroom by myself. But <laughs> even when I was even when I was single. You want to know about interns? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I too. I don't sleep with you. Hold or fool around with anybody at a convention. Nope. You know, if it lasts outside the convention, we make friends later. Yeah. I don't. Because you know that reputation. When I was younger. I went there. That was my hunting ground. I was yeah. young, but you know, I mean, that was a long time ago. I remember home. Yes, sir. So, some of the best prices then to get pricing for your products. You mentioned Etsy, and you mentioned um, Etsy, eBay, um, and there's worse that kind of And also, also look where you're getting ready to sell it at. What does the market hold? Yeah. If you're talking collectors, like okay, my sniper rifle. I've had somebody offer me ten thousand dollars for my sniper rifle. All right, he was a collector. Con kid is not going to be able to afford that. Where are you selling your stuff, and what can that market sustain? Yeah. If Some, you're dealing with con, sorry for no, no, no. If you're dealing with con kids, there's a fixed income there that you're dealing with. And if you go in there at twenty dollars an hour for tooling a, a shoulder pauldron, that's going to cost a thousand dollars for one pauldron. I hope you enjoy it. It's going to stay on your table. Okay, so then further to that, with, with two different types of selling, say a store on the internet, mm -hmm. sure. and coming to these events, mm -hmm. um, which would be the easiest or best or most lucrative to start? I do. My Etsy pays my mortgage every month. Yeah. yeah. Our online stuff is where, is where we make our money. Because keep in mind, if you come up to me in person, and I'm, I'm going to say a word here. Nobody kill me for saying this. In person, now, pirate, I'm willing to negotiate. We can sit here and talk back to back. And I have more respect for a customer who comes to me and says, you know what? That's $45. I'll give you 40 for it right now. Now we start Now we start the debate. I've done it with him. Yeah, he's done it with me. Thomas has done it with me. You do that. Now, as a seller, I can, I can debate back and forth with you. On the internet, this is what it costs. In the story, I can You know, I'm not going to sit there and debate with a spring. Make yes. me feel weird and funny, and then I don't know. I'm willing to make a deal here too because I want to go to convention. Yeah, I need to. I want. To, I want to. See, me, Thomas, we want to see that piece of artwork on you. Oh, absolutely. I don't want to see it on my table. I've been looking at it for three yeah. weeks. I, I, I don't want to see it. myself constantly in the name of someone having a cool piece. Yeah, I. I That's I, why Tobias has a piece of has show armor. It's friend. true. <laughs> How far is LAIC? 
making yourself a corporation or something like that. Uh, there are there are so you many. Can, uh, it's, there's some tax benefits and 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 uh, drawbacks. Very okay, we got we got we're over one minute. Yeah. But here on that note, and then this is my personal thing. If you're building shit, stop. Sorry. If you're building stuff, stop. 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 And you're putting Batman and Wonder Woman logos on it. You're putting Bethesda logos on Don't it. Don't sell it online. And you're going to sell, sell it. People are going to buy it. Don't be surprised when that crosshair hits the back of your head and you get a phone call and or a cease and desist letter. But I mean, once you get that cease and desist letter, you cease and desist. But you're also wondering if you're, as becoming a, a corporation, as opposed to being a sole proprietor. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening. Well, I mean... You own your company, you need to know what's about to happen to you. Well, I want to know what's going to happen. That's why I'm here. Let me tell you what's going to happen in the next couple of years. Well, depending on how things go, I might be sad. I'm going to go see where you track down. Talk back home? It's like basically, I figure, you know, it's a lot easier to do here because I'm going to be lower and I'm selling. Depending on how things go, I might very well. I'm going. Yeah, and just come in, come and visit a vacation.